Hi, and welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and after teaching kids yoga for over a decade and being immersed in the industry, I created this podcast as a warm and supportive place for parents, teachers, caregivers, and kids yoga professionals to gather. Episodes include conversations with kids yoga teachers, business owners, and authors, child development experts, informational episodes on specific kids yoga topics, yoga adventures for children, and even the voices of children themselves. It is my hope that you can come here each week and gain inspiration and form connection with your fellow kids yoga community. Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome back to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm Jessica, and this week I'm joined by Natasha Bryant. Natasha is a yoga teacher that specializes in bringing yoga and mindfulness to children, teens, and families of all abilities under the name Amazing Me Yoga. She has a passion for teaching self-love from an early age by providing a safe space to express from the heart move with love, and connect with oneself, as well as each other. Natasha's yoga classes meet the student where they are. They focus on listening to your own body over perfecting poses. Natasha is a mom to two wonderful children, aged three and eight, who are her main source of inspiration, and will often happily guinea pig new ideas for her classes. There are many important lessons to be learned and shared, and fun makes a very good environment to nurture this. Amazing Me Yoga is full of games, playfulness, music, affirmations, drawing, journaling, poses, mindfulness, breath work, and life, because it is all yoga. Natasha, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad to talk to you and hear about your journey as a kid's yoga teacher. So we'll kind of start at the beginning of yoga for you. So when did you first discover yoga and then how did that impact your life? Um, I would say it was after my first child was born. Um, So it was about eight years ago and I was... I was getting into fitness more because the whole pressure thing of getting your body back and all that stuff. And I felt so pressured. Um, but also I was, I had chronic pain at the time um, that I had been dealing with for years. Uh, the pregnancy kind of helped, but then it kind of come back a bit after the pregnancy. So I was trying to get into the, all this fitness stuff. And I was doing running and there's so many hills near near where I was living at the time. It, it was actually just hills. <laughs> um, and I really needed to balance that somehow because it was killing me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was literally just to balance out the fitness. Um, and I found, I think it was yoga with Adrian I started with. Um, and she was great. She was really made it um I think she made it quite accessible like she just she's not 
too full on. It was quite just like pose based. And that's just what I wanted at the time. I wasn't very spiritual at that time. So, yeah. And that's through uh, on YouTube, right? Yoga with Adrian. It is. She's a, she's very popular now. I'm not mm. sure if she was that as popular when I found her, but she must have been for me to find her. But um, yeah, she, I mean, she's doing amazing. She has loads of free videos and I would, I would recommend it to anyone, like especially starting out really mm. good videos. So from there, from kind of doing the yoga to balance out all the other working out you were doing and kind of taking the physical practice on is there yeah. a point when you started to realize oh there might I think there's more to this yoga <laughs> than these poses yeah that's the thing it it led them to uh discovering the philosophy of yoga and and opening up to that spiritual side of things because it just wasn't that for me to start with and um, I didn't know about it there wasn't if you're not following yoga teachers and you're not listening to yoga teachers, I can see why people would think, oh, yoga is just stretching with the breath. And because if that's all you're seeing and you're not having the conversations, you're not listening to the conversations, you're not learning about what yoga really is, then, well, you're not going to know. So that kind of, I'm going to jump ahead to a question I was going to ask later, but I, I noticed on your website, you talk about how yoga can't be pictured. It has to be experienced. And I think that that message is so important in this, especially with social media images of yoga and fancy poses and people thinking, oh, you have to be able to touch your toes and all this kind of thing. So can you just expand on that a little more about yeah. yoga needing yeah. to be experienced? Yeah, it is because like as I said I felt all that pressure around that time to be a certain way to look a certain way to and all of this and when I actually I actually become a personal trainer before I um, dived more into the yoga and I never felt good enough Mm -hmm. I always felt that I need to be fitter I need to be this and I need to do this and and it's such a shame. It's such a shame. And then with the yoga, because I was only seeing the pose side of it, I was like, I was thinking I would love to be a yoga teacher, but I'm not good enough there either. Um, but deepening my practice, I realized, oh, it, it doesn't have to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be able to do that. I, I don't need to do the splits and do handstands like I can actually practice yoga without doing any of that and in fact the poses is just like the teeniest bit of it and it's so welcoming yoga just is so accepting for who you are as you are in that exact moment on that exact day and you don't need to bounce back get the body back do this, do that, or be a certain way. It's just, you are you, and you are, you are a divine being having this human experience. And that's what it is, is a human experience, and you're rocking it. 
<laughs> I love that so much. And I want to just accentuate what you're saying about this bouncing back culture, but after having a baby, um, it's so toxic because it's like, what are we bouncing back to? Aren't we all progressing and, and ever evolving? And it's just unrealistic and, and we change, we're obviously going to change. We've given birth to a human. So like on so many levels, spiritually, every, every level there's change. So I'm, you know, to, to, to be in that culture of like, I need to bounce back and then realizing, wait a second, maybe that's not true. <laughs> maybe I can be present with who I am. That's just so powerful. Yeah. I think you put it beautifully there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, how did you then go from, um, deepening your yoga to then deciding that you wanted to share it with kids? I always, always wanted to work with kids. Um, I was actually on a childcare course. I was headed to be a teacher. Um, and then I got sick again. It was like, um, got sick the first time, had to quit school, joined school for something else. And then I got really sick again. Um, and so it just wasn't meant to be. And then with all the pain stuff, I thought I wouldn't be able to find any work, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I was just in so much pain. But then I did um, carry on with the fitness and the yoga and all of that. And actually, the more I looked after my body and my health on a mental and emotional way as well as a physical way I just started feeling better and I was like I can actually I can actually do this so I started working in a gym they told me no the first time I went there I joined the gym I went to some classes I applied for a job they said nope and I went back a year later I want this job (laughs) I got it um because I don't give up (laughs) Mm. uh, and then there was this training for kids yoga and I was like I was still like oh you know I'm not sure I could teach adults yoga and I've always wanted to work with kids so that opened the door really that really opened the door and that's when my yoga practice really took off like before it had been very physically based but after learning the kids yoga and then they do touch on the eight limbs of yoga and all of that so that and once I learn about something I need to go right in then I want to learn I want to learn more and more Mm. (laughs) so I dive really into that because I want to teach the kids and I want to know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I want to know where the practice come from. I want to know all of this so that I can share this and share it in a way that it's meant to be shared, that it's not this, just this physical practice of let's do all these fancy poses. I want them to get so much more than that out of it. Yeah, it's, I I'm so happy that in kids yoga, I feel like in general, it's much more inclusive of the whole practice of yoga. There's more, yeah. you know, discussion and yeah. permission to incorporate all eight limbs. Whereas right now, at least most 
adult yoga classes are the poses and some probably breathing, um, maybe touching on meditation, but there's, you know, there's not as much room right now in adult yoga for that side of it. So that's, yeah, I'm so glad like we're teaching these kids in this way, because then I can imagine when they're adults, if they start teaching, I think maybe there'll be more of a transformation and in yoga yeah because yeah you've touched on an important point there like the in adults classes it's go there your theme might be around a certain limb or anything like that and you might touch on it but there's not a lot of space to dive deep and explore unless you go into a workshop or something but um you with kids there's so many different opportunities to explore this through games through uh, stories uh, through arty activities there's just so much you can do there's so much more creative freedom yes yes exactly well tell me about how then you you came to start your company amazing me yoga yeah so I started amazing me yoga and it was actually as soon as I did the first training, uh, I was just so pumped up and excited. And I just, I was like, yeah, let's like, let's do this now. And oh, it was magical. It was so good. I started getting regular classes together. Uh, pandemic kind of uh, froze that a little bit. So even though I feel like I've been doing this for ages, it's back into kind of starting again like the world's just opening up again and it feels Mm. like just starting again with it all so you're in Ireland right now yeah Yeah. so um what's how is it there right now with with COVID are things so we have not been allowed to teach in-person classes Mm -hmm. for some time now um but studios are allowed to open back on the 18th of this month depending on when this podcast right so in September Um, in September 18th September we can start our classes again and so I have my classes lined up ready to go because it was it was a tough one trying to like I I did some stuff online and I actually really like the online stuff for the adult yoga and I found it challenging I found it really challenging with the kids yoga (laughs) Mm. but I've navigated that a bit now now we're allowed in person classes I'm like still like oh now we've got something to go out online (laughs) I'm late to the game but uh in person classes you really feed off their energy and what they want and their ideas because I mean the class isn't about us and what we want to teach and what we want to do. We have ideas, we have plans, we have all of that. But ultimately, it's going to go how they want it to go. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And that's harder to do when you're online and kids, you have to have them mute themselves and then you can't hear everyone. And the, yeah, there's just, it's a whole other thing. So I, I do hope you're in person in-person classes start up and that things I'm like knock on wood everything goes well and that they can keep running um crossed yeah well I know that (laughs) no right I know it's like you never know 
Um, I know the pandemic was probably a massive challenge for your business. I also wanted to ask you just um, in running your own company, what has been the greatest challenge? And then on the flip side, what has been the greatest reward? Uh, my biggest challenge, I suppose, I have two children. So one is eight and one is three. And I'm a single mom. So time, <laughs> time mm. has been time to set aside for the business and balance it all out. But the little man has just started crash five days. I have some mornings free now and I feel like I'm getting a bit of time to do everything. Cause before, like I would get a small break. I would get this small window. And in that window, I was trying to clean the house, do all the work, do all the things, record videos and have time for me. <laughs> And by the end of it, I would just have this massive headache because I had just tried to cram too much in to one small, small window. So that was probably the biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. And how, what has been the greatest reward so far in running your own business? There's this, this one, this one kid used to come into my class and when he come into the class the first time, he would not take his jacket off from over his head. And his parents were like, come on, take that off. And I was like, oh, no, no, that's okay. You, you can keep it over you. And he wouldn't join the group. So I set him up this yoga mat at the side of the room. And I said, you just, you're just going to be an observant owl today. So you get to be here under your cover and you get to use your owl eyes and you can see exactly what's going on. I said, but I have another job for you if that's okay. I have this magic button. And what it is, it's a, it's a dial, sorry, not a button. And you get to control the volume. So if we're being too loud, you just turn it down or you might wanna hear us some more. So you just turn it up. He loved that. He loved the idea and so he's there with his button so even though he wasn't joining the group he was taking part he was doing it in his own way and then the next week the owl come a little bit closer and I think the third week then we managed to we asked him if it was okay if we could gather around him so he wasn't quite ready to come in but maybe we could come to you and yeah that was okay and um, then I think it was like the fourth or fifth, he would, no coat, running around with us, joining in the game, not just with me, but with the others. And he just felt so safe and so happy and was so included. And it's moments like that, like that makes it worth it. That just yeah. is Yeah, that's it is. It's so beautiful. It makes, gives, brings tears to my eyes because there's so many children, people that maybe aren't ready to join in on something in the traditional sense immediately. And the fact that, and I'm sure his parents too, I'm sure as a parent, I could say like, you feel pressure sometimes, or you feel embarrassed. Like, is this a reflection of me? And to have you say, oh no, this is fine. And to 
kind of make him feel safe and find a way to incorporate. So he's in the class. I'm sure for his parents as well, they were probably really relieved. <laughs> and oh, they were so happy. They were delighted to see how he joined in. Yes, and, yes, yeah. exactly. Those kids, those stories, that's why we all do what we do. That's just, it's the best. Oh, I love it. Um, well, I wanted to ask you um, how you've taken care of yourself. I've been asking people like during the pandemic. So as a mom of two, a single mom of two, and you said you had <laughs> whatever, that little short window, um, were there any other ways in these past 18 months that you learned to take care of yourself? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like to say I did this and it was magical and it set up my day and then I floated on a cloud and <laughs> was so zen and perfect. I would love, <laughs> love to I say wish, that. right? <laughs> uh, it was messy. It was really messy. And it was finding moments in the messiness. Uh, so it's not always going to look the same. Sometimes it was sticking SpongeBob on so that I could go and practice yoga on my own for a little bit or take a bubble bath or something. Mm -hmm. um, and just getting outside as well uh, with the kids. Uh, that's one, you know, one of the quotes I love is, the children can't bounce off the walls if you take the walls away. <laughs> so, Ooh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that helps uh, just getting out. Uh, but just taking, taking the time where you can and trying to let go of the mum guilt that like every day has to be an adventure for them like no it's okay for them to be bored so that you can keep your sanity <laughs> mm. thank you for that and acknowledging the messiness and like like you said finding the moments in the messiness I think that kind of encapsulates motherhood in general but pandemic motherhood it's like a whole other <laughs> level to that and having no breaks um and that mom guilt it always that's something it creeps up doesn't it, it? Creeps up. and it's so important to talk about it and to just say like that it's okay you know and and to to just acknowledge that for people because yeah that it's it's sneaky it always just kind of it's, it's always watching it feels like you can have the best day like you would have took the kids out spent all your money on them got them ice cream got them chocolate after the ice cream done all of that had such an exciting day and then you didn't give them something and now you're the worst mom mm -hmm. and then now you're fighting and then you're like oh no maybe I am a bad mom and exactly. you're not because you just had an amazing day and they're just tired <laughs> I know it's it is when I when I lay down at night then I'm like oh I yelled today it's like what about the like 100 other things that you did that were wonderful you know we just kind of <laughs> And you think that, you know, that's important too, that like we teach yoga and emotions and feeling your emotions and all of that. And people think you must be so chilled out with your kids and you must be such a gentle parent. <laughs> and you're like, ah. <laughs> um, sometimes. Right. Well, I'm just a human parent. <laughs> I think the important thing 
if you do lose it is to have a conversation about it though like and own up if you need to apologize and even ask them do you feel like there's anything I need to apologize for today and a lot of time they'll be like no what you're on about (laughs) (laughs) right they didn't even (laughs) and you're like feeling so bad and they're like (laughs) yes that's good I like that well like like yesterday we had a a hard day. My daughter started kindergarten, but then had a dentist appointment too, which was like traumatic. It it was just too much in a day. By the end of the day, you know, she's still talking and talking and talking. And and I had to be like, you know what, I'm going to, I'll stay in here with you, but I really need quiet now because it's been a long day. And she's like, okay. And so I still, I was hugging her, but it's like that guilt feeling like asking for that, feeling guilty for asking. And I'm like, no, because what I'm doing is modeling something yeah. that I need and asking for it. And I would hope that she learns to do the same thing, you know, so. We'll have no problem telling you either. Like yeah. <laughs> you don't beat around their words. I can remember my niece one time um, with, she was with my brother and my brother's talking to this. Um, I think it was his boss at the time. He was talking to her for a while they get around the corner, I think in hearing shots still. And she just says, oh, people are so boring. <laughs> they will let you know. If they you they do. Talking, they, they have their boundaries. <laughs> it's so true. They're so brutally honest, which is, it's like so funny sometimes. And sometimes as a parent, it's like, oh, that one hurt. That one, but you're right, you know? <laughs> keep us accountable the kids we teach and are the kids we're raising for sure <laughs> well I'd love to you up on things as well like if would you, you say they will pull you up on things mm. if you have been teaching them something and then you mess up well you said <laughs> oh yes that's true and I know and sometimes the first reaction is like being defensive and then it's like oh they're right and then, yeah, you really got to like, just go, oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> it's true. I need to actually listen to this with my own advice now. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Well, I'd love to hear your kids yoga gem, your kind of golden rule. If you were to give advice to someone sharing yoga with kids, what would that be for you? Have fun. That would be definitely like have fun with it. Don't start getting caught up with correcting postures or going, no, 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 let's, we're doing this. Um, even though I do like act like that sometimes, I'm like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, it's giving them, giving, like with my own kids, I mean, but uh, yeah, like giving them that space to be creative and letting them explore their own ideas because it really gives them that sense of empowerment and it is a practice sometimes you do want to do your own practice and I think when you're practicing with kids you have to keep it separate because it's not it's not like an adult's practice (laughs) because you instantly become a climbing frame and (laughs) it can be very challenging (laughs) so just have fun and 
one thing I think if if that's really hard to do, sometimes I find it difficult and like playing because you if you start thinking, oh, I, but I need to clean the house. I need to do this. I need to do that. So as I say, find moments in that mess to set yourself a timer, 20 minutes. Set yourself a timer, 20 minutes. This is the amount of time we're going to practice for today. And then you've got no mind chatter going on that you need to be doing this, doing this, because you've set that time. That time is to be present with them and play and have fun. And taking that away from um, it just going on and on forever can really allow you to just be present and let yourself have fun with it then. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so much easier to shut off all the other things going on in your head if you have a, you know that, okay, we've got this set time. And for kids too, Mm, timers, I know like my daughter's five and the sense of time, you know, it's like, not there at all. You know, it's like how many more minutes till school? And it's like, you know, days away that kind but to, to have that timer, I think that's a really, really useful tool. Well, I'd love people to be able to find you and to find um, your classes. So can you point everyone in the direction of your website and social media? So my website is www.amazingmeyoga.ie. And then on Instagram, I am amazing underscore me underscore yoga. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I'd love to connect and uh, hear from hear from you all. Great. Thank you so much. It was so great to talk to you. And thanks for making the time. It's so nice to put a face to the voice. I have been listening to you. If you I discovered your podcast when I was looking for through yoga podcasts. I was like, I wonder if there's kids one. And there was. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you found it. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed listening to it. So thank you for all that you do and for holding the space for me to uh, come and share. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to support the Kids Yoga Podcast, here are a few ways you can do that. Visit www.thekidsyogapodcast.com. Here you'll see a link to my Patreon page, and you will see different monthly subscriptions, which will offer you added benefits. You can also contact me through the website and see all of the episodes that have been released so far. In addition, I truly appreciate those five-star reviews and ratings because it just brings so many more people to the show and it just means the world. So if you feel compelled, a rating and review and press that subscribe button as well. So if you want to get in touch, shoot me an email, thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the Kids Yoga Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, thank you so much for being here.